Bismillah, walhamdulillah, wa salatu salam ar Rasulillah. Be conscious of Allah and obey Him. For consciousness and obedience of Allah provide steadfastness during hardships, dignity and prosperity, salvation from misguidance and protection from tribulations. From Surah Al-Talaq, and whoever fears Allah, he will make his matter easy for him. That is the command of Allah which he sent down to you. And whoever fears Allah and keeps his duty to him, he will remit his sins from him and he will enlarge his reward. O people, whomsoever leaves something for Allah's sake, he will replace it with something better. This is Allah's way, which never changes, and an expedited reward. When the companions, may Allah be pleased with them, migrated from Mecca to Medina, they left behind their homes and wealth to safeguard their religion. It was only a few short years after that until the immigrants became among the wealthiest people due to what Allah rewarded them in compensation for what they left behind in Mecca. Allah's compensation was multiplied many-fold in addition to their great reward that they received for immigrating for Allah's sake, which is better and more lasting. This is the story of the death of one of the former immigrants and one of the ten people given glad tidings of paradise. He sensed that his life was coming to an end, so he instructed his son to pay his debt. His estate was much more than his debts, and his wives and children received plenty from it. Abdullah bin Az-Zubair, may Allah be pleased with him, said, When Az-Zubair got ready to fight in the battle of Al-Jamal, he called me, and then I came to his side, and he said, My son, none will be killed today except being a transgressor or being wronged, and I see that I will be killed unjustly today, and my biggest worry is my debts. Do you see that anything will be left from our wealth after the debt? As Zubair said, My son, sell our property and pay off my debt. And then he willed one third of the one. Th then he willed one third of his wealth, and of that one third to his sons. That is Abdullah's sons. He said, one third of the one third. If any property is left after the payment of the debts, one third of the one third of what is left is to be given to your sons. Hisham, a sub narrator, added, some of the sons of Abdullah were in equal age to the son of Zubair. Also, Abdullah had nine sons and nine daughters at the time. The narrator added, He kept on instructing me about his debts, and then he said, My son, should you find yourself unable to pay any portion of my debt, then seek help from my master. By Allah, I did not understand what he meant, and I asked, Father, who is your master? He said, Allah. By Allah, Whenever I faced a difficulty in discharging any portion of his debt, I would pray, O master of Zubair, discharge his debt. And he discharged it. Zubair was martyred and left no money, but he left lands, one of them in Al-Ghaba, eleven houses in Al-Medina, two in Basra, one in Kufa, and one in Egypt. The cause of his indebtedness was that a person would come to him asking him to keep some money for him as a trust. Zubair would refuse to accept it as a trust, fearing that it might be lost, but he would take it as a loan. He never accepted governorship, revenue office, or any public office. He fought along Rasulullah Abu Bakr, Uthman, and, and Umar, and Uthman. May Allah be pleased with them. Abdullah added, I prepared a statement of his debts, 
and they amounted to two million and two hundred thousand dirhams. Hakim bin Hizam met me and asked, Nephew, how much is due for my brother's debt? I kept it as a secret and said, A hundred thousand dirhams. Hakim said, By Allah, I do not think your assets are sufficient for the payment of these debts. I said, What would you think if the amount were two million and two hundred thousand dirhams? He said, I do not think that you would be able to clear off these debts. If you find difficulty, seek my help. Al Zubair, may Allah be pleased with him, had purchased the land in Al Ghaba, which is a well known land in Al Medina, for a hundred and seventy thousand dirhams. Abdullah sold it for a million and six hundred thousand dirhams and declared that whomsoever has a claim against the Zubair should see him in Al Ghaba. Abdullah bin Jafar, may Allah be pleased with him, came to Al Zubair, may Allah be pleased with him. Came to him as Zubair, may Allah be pleased with him, owed him 400,000 dirhams. Abdullah bin Jafar said, If you wish, I will leave it for you, that is, cancel the debt. Abdullah bin Zubair, may Allah be pleased with him, said, No. Ibn Jafar said, If you wish, you can postpone it until a later date. Abdullah bin Zubair said, No. Ibn Jafar then said, In that case, measure out a plot for me. Abdullah marked out a plot. Then he sold the land and discharged his father's debt. There remained four and a half shares. He then visited Muawiyah, who had with him at the time Amr bin Uthman, Al-Munzir bin Zubair, Ibn Zam'a. May Allah be pleased with him. Muawiyah, may Allah be pleased with him, said, What is the price of the land in Al-Ghaba? He said, 100,000 dirhams for each share. Muawiyah inquired, How much of it is left? Abdullah said, Four and a half shares. Al-Munzir bin Zubair said, I will buy one share for a hundred thousand dirhams. Amr bin Uthman said, I will buy one share for a hundred thousand dirhams. Ibn Zama said, I will buy one share for a hundred thousand dirhams. Then Muawiyah asked, How much of it is left now? Abdullah said, One and a half shares. Muawiyah said, I will take it for one hundred and fifty thousand dirhams. Later, Abdullah bin Jafar sold his share to Muawiyah for six hundred thousand dirhams. When Abdullah bin Zubair, may Allah be pleased with him, finished the debts, the heirs of Zubair, may Allah be pleased with him, asked him to distribute the inheritance to them. He said, I will not do that until I announce, during four successive Hajj seasons, let anyone who has a claim against Zubair come forward and we shall discharge it. He made this declaration on four Hajj seasons, then distributed the inheritance among the heirs of Zubair. May Allah be pleased with him, according to the will. So as Zubair, may Allah be pleased with him, had four wives. Each of them received a million and two hundred thousand dirhams. Thus, as Zubair's total property amounted to fifty million and two hundred thousand dirhams. This great amount was from the blessings of his striving in the path of Allah. May Allah be pleased with us Zubair and his son Abdullah and all of the companions. May Allah gather us with them in paradise. O Muslims, the story of the debt of Zubair and the distribution of his estate has many lessons to reflect on and benefit from. All goodness is from following the way of the predecessors of this Ummah. The last part of this Ummah will only be rectified with what rectified the first part of this Ummah. The story of Zubair, the debt of Zubair, may Allah be pleased with him, indicates the companion's mindfulness and consciousness of Allah and the genuine advice that they gave the people. When people came to Zubair requesting him to look after their wealth, he insisted that he take it as a loan and not as a trust. 
This was for their benefit, because a loan must be repaid. On the other hand, a trust is not guaranteed if it is stolen or damaged due to factors other than the trustee's negligence. Also, it indicates the keenness of a Zubair. May Allah be pleased with him to discharge his liabilities which he felt when he felt that his life term was approaching. He instructed his son Abdullah to discharge his debt. In addition, the story of a debt of a Zubair indicates the risk that debt poses to the person incurring it. A Zubair, may Allah be pleased with him, in spite of his early entry into Islam, his participation in the campaigns, his sacrifice in Allah's religion, for Allah's in the way of Allah's religion. He feared debt, and he instructed his son to take care of it. He understood its enormity and the intensity of the Prophet words regarding it. A person must write down what debt they owe and instruct his offspring or friends to discharge it if he is not able while he is alive or if he senses that his death is approaching. Moreover, the story of the debt of a Zubair, may Allah be pleased with him, indicates that possessing significant quantities of wealth does not harm a person if he earned it in a halal manner. If its source is, if its source is halal and if he spent it in a manner that pleases Allah. The Prophet ﷺ said in this regard, The pure money in the righteous man's hands is blessed. On the other hand, wealth is a liability if it is from prohibited transaction, or wrongly taken from the Muslim treasury, or if the zakat is not paid on it, or if it is spent in a manner that displeases Allah. In this case, the wealth is a trial and occupies his heart, which prevents him from giving it its due right. From Surah Al-Anfal, verse 28. O you who have believed, do not betray Allah and the Messenger, or betray your trust while you know. And... Know that your properties and your children are but a trial and that Allah has with him a great reward. Also, the story of the debt of a Zubair indicates his strong trust in Allah, his certainty in him, his reliance on him, and his genuineness with him. For he directed his son, Abdullah, to rely on Allah if he faced any obstacle in repaying the debt. Abdullah said, By Allah, whenever I faced a difficulty in discharging any portion of the debt, I would pray, O master of Az-Zubair, discharge his debt, and he discharged it. Az-Zubair's positive attitude towards his Lord opened doors of ease with regards to discharging his debt and people's interest in his lands. His wealth was significantly more than his debt, and the inheritors received a large portion of it. Az-Zubair's debt was 2,200,000 dirhams. When his property was put on the market, Allah blessed it, and the value of his estate reached 50,200,000 dirhams. This is because of his positive attitude towards Allah, for Allah is as his servant thinks of him. So let us think well of Allah the Most High, and we will find good, particularly in these times with many adversities and trials. Matters appear confusing, and many people deviate from the right path. A person has no strength or steadfastness on the truth except through the help of Allah the Most High. From Surah At-Talaq.
قد جعل الله لكل شيء قدرا. And whoever relies upon Allah, then he is sufficient for him. Indeed, Allah will accomplish his purpose. Allah has already set for everything a decreed extent. هذا والصلاة والسلام على رسول الله.